I am Liz Wright. Welcome to Live Your Best Life. The only thing that matters now is living by the power of this wonderful new creation life. We're going to become an undefeatable force of radiating glory, and we are rising up strong now in this hour. Hi, family. Thank you for tuning in to this week's episode of Live Your Best Life with, of course, me, Liz Wright. And I am so excited to be able to have joining me for today's conversation, one of my favorite people on the planet. It is a a, a precious, he is a, I should say, he is a precious man of God, who is the lead translator for the Passion Translation of the Bible, which is one of my all-time favorite books. And he, along with his wife, Candice, is the founder of Passion and Fire Ministries. It is, of course, my joy to welcome into the conversation with me, Dr. Brian Simmons. Brian, welcome. Thank you, Liz. An honor to be with you again. You're, You're highly esteemed in the courts of heaven. Oh, I received that. Thank you. Thank you, Brian. It's such an honor to have you on, honestly. And I know I uh, we've just had so you guys, you guys know, we've just had Brian speaking in our international mentoring community, and he just brought the most life transforming message. And so I asked him if he would just share some of the nuggets that he's just brought to us as a community that have just absolutely blown people away and brought us back into that, that ability to focus on the truth of who Jesus is and what he's done again. So if you can, just for the next 30 minutes, just if you can just let this be you time, I really encourage you to open your hearts and really listen to the treasure that you're about to receive, because it is once received, these truths are life transforming. So Brian, I wanted to start off by quoting you. I was writing notes madly down when you were teaching. There was something that you said You said the cross is the key to eternity. It unlocks the treasures of heaven. And I just stopped there and thought, oh, my goodness, if we can just grasp that one truth. So can we start there? Can I ask you to just speak into that a little bit? Yeah, the cross is the centerpiece of our faith, the cross and empty tomb. Uh, As um, spirit-filled believers, we're so quick to bypass the cross and get right into the empty tomb and the resurrection, because that's where the power is, we think. But Mm -hmm. actually, Paul says the preaching of the cross is the power of God unto salvation. And what's more powerful than bringing people out of darkness into light? The cross of Jesus Christ, uh, who could ever fathom the depth of revelation and the importance of that blessed tree where Jesus suspended there bled to death for you and me, opened up the gates of eternity so that we could step in, so that we could enter in. And Paul says, now lay hold of eternal life. The cross is the tree of life, planted in the Garden of Eden, the Garden of Bliss. There, uh, Adam and Eve, humanity had the opportunity to feast on that tree. And the Bible ends with that same tree of life. And uh, in the middle of our Bible, we have the crucifixion of our Lord Jesus Christ. And uh, many call it, um, you know, the bloody cross, and they, they want to bypass that. But I've recently, Liz, I've had the, the joy of taking communion and feasting on the Lamb, feasting on that cross. And I have found eternal blessings that come forth. They, like, radiate out of the cross. They're transmitted 
out of the cross and their unbridled blessings for the bride of Christ. In other words, each one of these, I'm going to read them quickly, the seven blessings that pour out of the cross for every believer, for the bride of Christ. Each one is unbridled. There's no limitation. Uh, You know, way past the words that we speak, there is a substance of life in every one of these seven. So the cross is where God uh, gave us eternal life, where the Son of Man, the Son of God, the God-Man, the 200% human Jesus, where he willingly, joyfully even, because it says the joy that was set before him, he endured the cross. He, he experienced that suffering for a bride. It's all about a wedding. This is all about a bridal uh, story. And there's never been a bridegroom in all of human history. You'll never find, search the cosmos from one end to the other. You'll never find a bridegroom that gave so much for his bride. Let's think of these seven unbridled blessings. The first is his righteousness. As God incarnate, Jesus Christ doesn't put a robe on us of righteousness. He embeds within every part of us his righteousness. Uh, Theologians call it the imputed righteousness, but I want to go a step farther further and and call it the infused righteousness that it has mingled into us into our heart our emotions our conscience into every particle of our spirit being we are now the righteousness of god in christ second corinthians 5 21 we are now the righteousness of god in christ so you and jesus have the same righteousness before god How does that make you feel? Oh, Brian, there's such a weight on your words when you speak this. There's such impartation coming from you. I can actually feel, and I'm sure you guys can feel the same thing. I can feel the passion of Jesus' heart for us to really uh, enter into this truth, accept it, enter into it shift internally into the experience of this profound truth it changes everything doesn't it just before you go on because i know uh, your teaching your revelation on this is so profound there is i want to just honor what i can feel holy spirit's doing right now can i ask you to just impart that just pray for people just quickly such a weight on it yeah father those of us who have tried to be righteous in ourselves, we have, a, uh, we have something in us that wants to be good before you, that wants to be righteous in your eyes. Lord, overwhelm it now. Overwhelm that with the perfection of righteousness that we uh, have infused within us. Let the struggling heart right now be free, Lord Jesus. We release to them we release that revelation of endless righteousness as high as the heavens are above the earth. So high has your righteousness gone father. And you now have exalted us at your right hand and seated us completely righteous as Jesus Christ the look alike bride who carries the perfection of Jesus. We thank you, God. Let striving and works of the flesh 
be, uh, be forever gone from our lives in Jesus name. Amen. Wow. 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 Amen. Oof, we receive it. This is the finished work of the cross, isn't it? This is what he's done. It's what he, it's who we are now. And he wants us to not just know this intellectually, but actually in this hour, step into the experience of it. Like Paul said, that, that was the only thing ultimately he preached, wasn't it? It was the cross. Yeah. It was the power yeah. of the cross. The righteousness of God is revealed in the yeah. cross. The first three chapters of Romans makes it really clear. And, and I, if I could add, I, God wants us to feel it. And we're too slow to use that word feeling because our feelings are part of us. And if you don't feel righteous, you're not going to be thinking and, and acting it. But when you actually have the feeling of the infused righteousness of God percolating, effervescent glory inside of you, bubbling up, that you carry that perfection of the righteousness of God through grace, it, it changes you, how you think and live. It does. It's new creation life. This is the privilege of new creation life, isn't it? Like you said, totally. it's, it's the experiential gospel that set the early church on fire right? <laughs> it sparked a reformation it needs to spark another one yeah where, where we are really seen as the righteousness of god and the the yeah. finished work of jesus yeah. christ yeah understanding the power of the blood again what the blood has actually yes. done across actually did like you said it's the key that opens up the realm of heaven for us the treasures of heaven for us Okay, so moving on, um, I wanted to ask you again to go into freedom because that was the second, wasn't it, of the unbridled yes. of the bride that is, is now ours because of what Jesus has done. Yeah, think of it as the love gift to his bride that he's, you know, his arms are open on the cross, his palms are open, his feet ready to, to, to walk with us. And, and he's giving us these gifts, freedom the unbridled freedom, and people will always try to limit that. Sometimes we limit it ourselves. Others, maybe for a religious background or whatever, they likewise will want to limit that freedom. But the freedom we have is so scandalous that it, it's like we are totally set free as the bride to be lovers, to be men and women that are passionate, we're free to express our heart and worship in whatever way pleases God. We are free from sin. We're free from the bondage, the past, the shame, the, the tentacles, it, it, the things that once stirred us and stirred ungodly passions. They are overwhelmed by the godly freedom and passion that we have given to us in Christ. So this freedom was blood-bought. And it's freedom to come before the Father. It's access. It's access granted. It's the pin code. You have it. You have the password. <laughs> you have the password of Jesus. And you can enter in and get closer to God than any angel could ever be. That's the freedom we have in Christ. It's massive what you're saying, Brian. I can feel... Um like garments of religion to use that kind of language dropping off people while you're speaking it's the it's the it's the again it's the power of the finished work of the cross isn't it like paul says to us reckon yourself dead and alive in christ like for me that's like a mechanism it's a key 
to un- to yeah. unlock me or bring me back into the experience of new creation living into the freedom uh-huh. that is now ours in him right we're not under law and death anymore sin, sin and law anymore we're in grace we're alive in oh, him yeah. so many of us don't experience this but there's such a grace right now and there's such a power on your words to step out of striving and false definitions of who we have yes. learned in life that we are to living in the liberty of just being able to enjoy our relationship with him and living supernaturally and the next is healing. He gives yeah. his bride divine, supernatural healing. And it's like every part of us. Uh, Jesus is completely in love with us. So he is going to completely heal us. And the wounds of Calvary speak healing. The voice of the blood doesn't speak cursing. It speaks healing. So inner trauma, uh, the wounds of our soul, parent wounding, father wound, mother wound, sibling wound, uh, rejection, slander, anything that we've walked through in our life, that is healed at the cross. And there's a radiation zone of glory that pours out of the wounds of Calvary that will heal the most troubled heart and the most disease-ridden body. There's a glory in the blood that will heal us. So communion is a healing service. You may not have somebody right there to lay hands on you, but you have the blood of healing in that cup. And you have the bread, the body of our Lord Jesus bruised so that we could find our healing. So the unbridled healing of the bride, it's like he doesn't want to marry a bride that is troubled. He wants her completely and secure and healed as he is. And he he will have a bride like that at his side forever. You know, that's it's just so life transforming when we start to experience that he is for us, right? When you're speaking, I can feel that. It's like, you know, he has done it. He has the, the provision for our healing to re- simply receive our healing was established at the cross. He, like you just said, he wants a bride who's fully whole, who's fully operating, liberated, free, secure. This is his desire for our relationship with him, right? It's we don't have to beg, we don't have to petition him for it. We we receive it by faith. It's so amazing. Okay, so then the next one was acceptance. That's right, isn't it? Yeah, and these are all. I want to say they're all joined as one. These are all facets of a diamond of the, the engagement ring or the bridal uh, ring that he gives his, his eternal partner. But acceptance, it, it is complete. Uh, we all want to be uh, among those that accept us. We all want to have friends that accept us. We can be who we are around them because we know they understand. They can look through maybe the silliness and they see the, the real person. And to be accepted, man, that means so much to me uh, uh, as, as, a, as a man to know that I have a king who accepts me, who welcomes me, who is not out just to, to, I'm not a project, I'm a partner to God, and so are you. So we're, if you think of yourself as being a problem or a project, then God's, you're going to see God is always trying to fix you. You know what? Sometimes he just wants to be with you. Sometimes Jesus just accepts you. He wants to put his arm around you like a best friend, 
like, like the best friend you've ever had and just say, hey, let's walk together. Let's go spend some time together. And that acceptance, it silences this clamor of, I've got to do this. I have to change. I have to be a certain person. No, you are accepted as you are in the beloved. You see, grace doesn't wait until you're beautiful. Grace beautifies you in the sight of God. So everything he wants from you, he's already found in you with his grace. Isn't that great? Oh, honestly, Brian, it's profound, isn't it? I remember when I was first, when I first came crashing into the kingdom through, <laughs> the, through the visitation from Jesus. And when he looked at me, you know, his, the love that he is was just pouring out of his eyes and, and hitting me in waves. And in the whole time I was with him, he never once mentioned my list of sins or bad behavior or stupid mistakes, or there was just nothing no condemnation, no judgment, nothing. It was just love. He just was, and and I, he was delighted in me that the words are inadequate to describe what it was like, but his love transformed me in that moment. And I was completely set free, integrated, made whole in his presence. And my heart was fully reset to understand how loved we are how accepted we are like you've just said we are we are the apple of his eye and the enemies worked overtime to smash our hearts to bits as not he to prevent us from being able to live in this truth which i believe is the is the this is the transformational revelation the moment we experience his love that everything changes in that moment when we know that we're accepted we he is absolutely for us that everything is being taken care of at the cross wow. to step into. And in that moment, I'll be forever grateful, you know, that that's how I came into the kingdom because I, I didn't have a church background and, and I, and there was no judgment. You know, when I hear people talking about being afraid of the Lord or he's driving them and that he's, they're displeasing him. And like you said, we don't clean ourselves up to go into the presence of God. We go into grace. We go into the presence <laughs> of one who is grace and he transforms us. When, when we're with him, by experiencing his love. He's in yeah, I, I, I like to say, if you can't come with a clean heart, come for a clean heart, oh, yeah. and you'll get Absolutely. it in his presence. Absolutely, yeah. That's grace. That is grace. Uh, no, and then we can just rest and, like you said, just enjoy him and know that actually he sometimes just wants to come and hang out with us. He wants yes. <laughs> fellowship and partnership. I just love it. Okay, so the next one that you mentioned was honor. Yeah, the fifth, uh, the fifth unbridled yeah. virtue gift that he gives from the cross is that he honors humanity. He honors uh, your life personally. Jesus, maybe you've heard it said before, Jesus didn't die for junk. He didn't die for something valueless. He died for something precious in his eyes and the meaning of the cross the the glory streaming from the cross has the embedded message of dignity and honor that the son of god would die for me that he would actually now live in me and share eternity and give me his throne the right hand of the father and he seated me there he took me up into the heavenly places i'm a bilocational man of God, 
that he honored and dignified the heart. And the world wants to strip honor and, and life itself can disfigure us in, in our own eyes. But Jesus heals and the way he does it is esteeming and honoring you. And this may be a new concept for some uh, to consider this, but he has set you above the angels, my friend. You are honored guests. He, uh, you know, he tells everybody to be quiet when you start to pray because he wants to hear your voice. It's sweet to him. Your face is lovely to him. And that dignity and honor is restored to us fully by the wounds of Calvary love. Yeah. Uh, I can feel the weight on your words, Brian. I know you guys are getting reset right now listening to this. It's the truth. And, you know, I just very briefly, I have shared this before on the show, but to your point then, one of the experiences I had earlier on with Jesus was I was taken into heaven and uh, I liberated in the glory I was able to just express my love for Jesus in an uninhibited manner. And so I was crying and screaming and just pouring out this messy love to Jesus. And I noticed there were there were many of the cloud of witnesses uh, in, in the throne room where I was in my experience, and they all had gone quiet. And Jesus was savoring that moment of my tiny, messy love, the movements of my heart in that moment were the reward of his suffering. I'm going to cry now. And it changed my life. It changed my life because, again, because I realized how honored we are in heaven, how yes. treasured we are. You know, we, wow. we are, we are, like you said, the joy that was set before him. And our and Holy Spirit's helping our hearts catch up now hey, to, the, to these truths and to, to, that we can live powerfully. We can live liberated and free to enjoy our relationship with him as our hearts are set free to know how valuable we are to him. And yeah, so I came out of that and it also enabled me to understand that this is how he feels about all of us. You know, those tiny little messy compromised movements of our heart when we turn towards him. Like you said, when we pray, he has, he has the people shush in heaven because <laughs> in that moment, his beloved is speaking to him. And that's wow. what he's mad for. It's the relationship. That's honor. That's, that's, honor. Honor. that's honor. Just amazing. So you guys, you are highly honored in heaven. You really are. And I know Holy Spirit's just establishing that truth in our hearts now. So the other, there were a couple left, Brian, that you shared peace that was the yeah. next one wasn't it peace and then victory so were you yeah. talking about the peace that we've been given the, jesus of course says i give you my peace not as the world gives the world gives a peace if you're in alignment with the world but god gives you a peace that is in measure to his grace it's the king's peace that he speaks over you the shalom of god uh, the power that breaks every curse off of your life, the anxious, overactive thought life that can't settle down, can't meditate or pray, the peace of God will settle our heart and establish us in grace. And the wounds of the cross, it, I want to just reemphasize that it, it's at the cross 
where peace is given. The middle wall of partition is broken down between Jew and Gentile, uh, male and female, rich and poor. There's no, everything is a realm of peace. The kingdom of God is righteousness, joy, and peace in the Holy Spirit. And that sweet kiss of peace that uh, there is nothing between us, God is saying to you. There's nothing between us, and my kiss will prove it to you. And that kiss imparts peace to our soul that no matter what happens around us, what's taking place in our troubled family, perhaps, or, or our busy careers, the peace of God can establish us and will uh, keep us right there looking at the man who sacrifices life for us so that we could have the peace of a bride. He will have a peaceful bride, not an anxious, uh, fretting bride, but a bride that is a partner and full of peace. Amazing. This is our destiny. This is our birthright, right? This is his dream for us. It's his blueprint design for us to live as ones fully at rest. You know, filled with the substance of the Prince of Peace. It's just mind-blowing, isn't it? And just, poof, there's nothing else, hey, than to just sit at, like you said, just back at the beginning, you know, sit at the cross and just meditate on these truths, feast on him, on the finished work of the cross and begin to access by faith. One of the scriptures, I love the way you translate it in the Passion Translation, um, the, the Apostle Paul's prayer in Ephesians 3 starting at verse 15, you know, by constantly using our faith, the life yes. of Christ is established deep inside of us and the resting place of his love becomes the root and strength of our life. It's amazing, hey? And so to enter into all of these truths is by faith, right? Just by constantly using the faith of Jesus inside of us, the gift of the person yeah. of Jesus inside of us that's enabling us to receive anyway, to believe and receive anyway. So powerful. Yeah, he's our, our Shabbat. He is our Sabbath rest, our faith rest. We, yeah. we, uh, it's, the Sabbath is now a person that we walk with, so not just a day. Yeah, it's so powerful. Okay, just couple of things we've got a few more minutes left brian so victory will you talk to us about ultimately about the victory that we've been given and then i'd love you to pray for everybody if that's okay we don't normally think of the cross as the apex of victory but every spiritual victory in your life can be traced back to a man in weakness who gave his life for us the god man jesus christ emanating from the cross pouring out of the wounds of his love just you know, cascading over us from the cross is victory and triumph. He continually leads us in one triumph after another. And ultimately, we will all be around the throne singing those words, all glory, all honor, all power, all triumph and victory belongs to you, the Lamb of God. So we'll lay our crowns at his feet and our lives at his feet because of the that victory that he accomplished for us, all because he willingly died and suffered for his bride. That's the gift he gives to his bride. I will give you not just my peace. I will give you my victory. <laughs> wow. Wow. <laughs> oh, thank you, Jesus. Okay, just in finishing, can I ask you to pray for everybody? 
(laughs) (laughs) Oh, yes, Lord. Lord, I ask for the wraparound glory of heaven to be over every one of the viewers, listeners today. May your presence overwhelm discouragement, distraction, any defeat that is trying to impact their heart. Let the triumph of Jesus Christ prevail. Let them rejoice in the God who rejoices in every victory we experience. Lord, we thank you for the banner of love. We thank you for the banner of victory, the flag of victory that we fly from our conquered hearts. Lord, that you could triumph. You will subdue all things to yourself and everything that comes against us. Not one weapon will prosper because your word and your name will vindicate the servants of the Lord. We thank you for that eternal victory of the cross. Now, release those seven gifts, righteousness, freedom, healing, acceptance, honor, peace, and victory to each one today in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. Wow. We agree. Amen. That going forward from here, you will live from the finished work of Golgotha. You will live in the experience of these truths being the reality of your life from here. We agree. We agree. It's who you are. Ah, Brian, thank you so much for giving us your time and sharing these amazing treasures. It is life-changing, this truth. Thank you, Liz. It's an honor to be with you. Thank you so much. And guys, thank you so much for giving us your precious time today. We love you and look forward to being with you again next week. Have the most amazing week. God bless. Hi, if you really enjoyed today's show and you want to go deeper with Jesus and experience his love and his presence more than you ever have, then I have a present for you, a free gift. If you want to jump over to experiencinggodslove.com and just click on and sign up, then you will receive one of my teaching videos that I have created especially for you that will not only give you a few keys just very, very quickly that you can uh, utilize in your daily walk with the Lord, um, but also I'm going to take you there as well. So it's an activation. So yeah, so jump over to experiencinggodslove.com and you are going to be so blessed.